welcome to Mirror Studies, a podcast about John Mirror songs. Lucas, are you giggling? No, not at all. I'm good to go. Almost. Almost. I almost won that round. No, but I got you and we had to restart the recording because I got you at the beginning. Don't tell them about that. <laughs> Too uh, late. We're here to discuss Back to You this week, chosen by you, right? Yeah, this oh, was my choice. So I should let you intro what we're doing. No, it's totally fine. I love that you're so enthused about my choice. Hmm? It's from multiple albums. It is, but primarily people know it from Room for Squares. Right. We'll talk about all the different options, though. Okay, we won't talk about it now. Got it. So before we get into it, we'll do our John in the News segment. What's John been up to this day, these days? Like, the tour is over, right? Have you noticed the heavy sigh I do every time we start that? I just notice. Why am I always sighing about it? Because... my idea for the segment. It's usually about a girl. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it's not about him being here with you or something. I can't wait till the news is like, well, I hung out with John Mayer last night. That's going to be the best episode ever. Oh my god! I think the best episode ever is going to be when he follows our account on mm-hmm. Instagram. That's going to be like a sixty-minute episode just mm-hmm. of you talking about how he follows our account. Or like, on what Instagram. if he even just like commented like "thanks" thumbs up emoji? I could make four or five hours about that. Uh, and we still get to talk about when I met him. That'll be a good episode too. Hey, uh, John, buddy, help me out with the content. Come through. Exactly. All it takes is a thumbs up, apparently. (laughs) I know. It doesn't take much to make us happy. Just acknowledge us, please. I was going to put a poll up today on our Instagram, like, how much do you think John wants us to stop um, tagging him in things because it's so excessive? But as we discussed, he probably hasn't even noticed. So I thought when the tour ended, there would be less John Mayer content. But then he went and played someone's wedding. (laughs) Oh, that, see, that, I love that. I love that well, so he much. Got paid. I mean, I don't think. What do you love about it? So one of the guys, I can't remember who, if it was Tom or Mark, one of the guys from Blink One Eighty Two got married, and had Jimmy Eat World play their wedding. Really? Yeah. We love Jimmy Eat World. Second podcast. And I just think that that's like so fun. Mm-hmm. If I ever reach that level of fame, I yeah. will gladly play your wedding. Actually, right now, I'll gladly play your wedding. If any of you guys are out there cash, getting married, you're for sure, yeah. cash. You guys are out there getting married. Hit me up. I'm happy to play it. Weddings are so fun. And it's not the only wedding he's played. I mean, I remember there was one before because it was, I don't know if it was Instagram heavy, but how I saw it, it was on like Facebook or TMZ or uh-huh. whatever. Someone interviewed him like on the way out from his car, but in like more recent times. Okay. Um, so I know he'll he'll do it. He'll do like side gigs if you have the money. And I work for a nonprofit, so I am like desperate to, like let's just take how I feel about John Mayer mm-hmm. as a fan of his music right. and then how I feel about his attractiveness out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Like that is a solid fundraising act to have because sure. it, the, the audience is so diverse. Mm-hmm. And since we're in the Inland Empire, we're close to Los Angeles. Close enough that, that he could drive here, but far enough that it would be like, oh, I got to go see him while he's here in the Inland Empire. Yeah. This is so cool. And so we wrote him a letter mm-hmm. um, from my work, like on my work you know, stationary letterhead. I didn't mm-hmm. act stalkery at all. And my really talented uh, admin assistant painted him the most beautiful star of hope, but I'm not going to get into what that is, but she painted it like it, his sleeve. Okay. And it was amazing. And she put a quote on it and I was like, there's no way he's not responding to this. All and right. He obviously just hasn't opened it yet. We sent it before the pandemic. Okay. So it's been at least three years. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> but I think he gets a lot of mail. He, I'm sure he does. He might not even open his own mail. And also like that is a big ask because you're asking him I to asked forgo him to free. like yeah. tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. I'm not sure what his cut at nightly cut is. Of dollars. Yeah, but like, That's he like has a, a dog, really and gift. I work for a nonprofit that helps dogs, so I just thought it made a lot of sense. This has gone, it always goes off the rails. I'm literally looking at you forgetting that we're doing a podcast again. <laughs> Isn't that the best, though? We're just two for friends us, hanging out. I don't know what's the pushing best for 40 them. in the friend zone. <laughs> Whose wedding was it, by the way? 
Oh, I don't know. I didn't do that deep of a dive. I got oh, kind okay. of overwhelmed mm -hmm. with the same content over and over again because our account follows so many John Mayer focused accounts and right. then that's the algorithm. And I was like, I get it. He played a wedding. <laughs> How much do you think it costs to get John Mayer to play your wedding? Two hundred thousand dollars. Because someone threw that out there in the comments. Well, is he, he he played it just solo, just him solo acoustic, right? Right, and it was in New York, so also you have to figure your you have to cover travel expenses for sure. Um, but then for him, he gets to see all his friends, which right. leads me into news number two. Oh, he was spotted at that was a great segue. So thank you. He was spotted at dinner with Andy Cohen. Cool, love their friendship. That's yep. great for them. And then and then. Demoy, who said they weren't going to post about him anymore, mm -hmm. posted about him. Um, someone spotted him at dinner, and the person who sent the photo said he's at dinner with other people, but here's a picture of him and Kazzy David. Oh, okay. And I know who she is. Mm -hmm. That's Larry David's daughter, right? Right, yeah. She used to date Pete Davidson. Correct. Mm -hmm. But she's also a, a really talented writer and actress. Oh, okay. Um, and, well, I've never seen her act in anything, but I do love what she writes. You know what I just did? I did the thing you where really I did... related the yeah, woman to all the men that. in her life. It was yeah. totally unintentional, but I that's literally <laughs> all the information I have about that. Did you see how I slyly was like, and she's a writer and an actress? Yeah, I just, I was not informed by that Shame from the <laughs> rare bit of media that I, you know. So, it's not her in the picture. Oh, it's not? I was going to say. No, because I, I know who she is. She's on Current Mood. That's how I got introduced to who she was. Mm -hmm. They have amazing chemistry, and I don't want him really to, well, I want him to be happy. Mm -hmm. And if I had to choose someone for him to date that wasn't me, their vibe was great. I think she's oh, a awesome. lot younger though, but, uh -huh. and that's, you know, between other people. Right. Anyway, so I'm like, well, that doesn't look like Cassie David. That's real. And I, or weird. And I try not to go down a John Mayer dating rabbit hole. And I try, I don't, I think we should like mention it maybe, but not like talk about too much on here. Mm -hmm. And other people are like, that's definitely not Cassie. Like, this is crazy. And they decided it's this model and I did go to her Instagram and I thought, okay, that does look like her, right. which is a step I wouldn't have taken except for the podcast because I felt like that was extra. And I'm not going to say her name because her account's private. And, okay. Um, well, that's pretty great. Like if people are mistaking you for a model, you're doing pretty good yourself. You know? Yeah. No, Cassie's beautiful and the model's beautiful. And, and they look very similar. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess she was, people like, there's rumor they were dating. And when John got COVID and didn't go to the Dead & Company show uh -huh. before it ended up getting ultimately canceled, she posted like, I should be in Mexico right now, but I have COVID. Oh. And everyone's like, oh, like humble brag, like right. telling you without telling you. So I don't know who he was with, but that was all over the internet. And lastly, what I'm so excited about, I can't believe like last week or two weeks ago, we were talking about him and Justin Bieber. But did that song come out? That Friday's that I've heard him. I've got to look into that. Now he's on a song with Harry Styles. Oh, no way. Playing guitar. Good. Good and for him. I think we all like Harry Styles because what's not to like? I think Harry Styles is in that rare level where he's just kind of like beloved by everybody. Yeah. Harry Styles right now is the go-to, like for like super straight dudes who are like, oh, I'm super straight, but that Harry Styles, yeah. right? Yeah. He's that like everyone's Safe. exception of mm -hmm. like, yeah. Love him. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's all I've got because that was a long intro. Let's get into the song bio, Lucas. All right. Well, we are finally touching on a song from Room for Squares, mm -hmm. which is John Mayer's first major label record. Right. So this record has an interesting history. It was actually released twice, mm -hmm. um, just a few months apart from each other. He w it was originally released by Aware Records, but they were then bought out by Columbia Records. Mm -hmm. And part of the deal was that Columbia got first choice of Aware artists okay. and selected John Mayer. I did not know any that, of that. Yeah. Fascinating. And so then they decided to re-release Room for Squares. And they added a track. They added 3 by 5 Oh, I love that one. Right. Because 3 by 5 we should do that next. Oh, it's a great song. I yeah. love it. It's always one of my favorites. 
But it wasn't ready yet when the album was originally mm-hmm. released. But then he finished it in, in time to release it on the Columbia release. Um, and some of the track listing is sort of weird. So a lot of people might have this CD if you bought CDs. If you were of age back in 2001 mm-hmm. when time. this came out, your CDs, CDs may have different, slightly different track listings around tracks 13 Ooh, and 14. And the tracks might be of different lengths because there was like a hidden track that was like four seconds long or whatever. So mm-hmm. anyways, all sorts of interesting things you can dive into that if you're interested um but this was his first record he's talked about this was him swinging for the fences Mm -hmm. the crew on this is pretty much only exclusively to this album Mm -hmm. and on other albums he's used different people i i think of this as like he had what he was given right he took what he was given to use and then after this album being so successful and he won a grammy off this record Mm -hmm. um then he was able to kind of like chart his own course a little bit more and become the artist that he is now this is arguably his poppiest record. Okay. Um, it fits very much in with the time, right? So 2001, all mm. the like sort of singer-songwritery thing that Good you would have heard on like the CW shows. Yes. On our favorite, Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek. You could have absolutely put some stuff there. Yeah. Or on Smallville mm-hmm. or Roswell. Oh, man. I feel yeah. like crying right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it definitely fits that vibe. It's the acoustic guitar player. Mm-hmm. Very... I remember this is like the first album of his that I heard and I was just like blown away by how insightful the lyrics are and how much I felt like he was speaking for me because mm-hmm. uh, I was, what, 21 when this came out? Um, so still a much younger man. I can't man. do math. Why are you putting a question yeah, mark we, at the end of that? We, we were 21. We're you 21. say so. Yeah. Okay. Combined? Yeah. We were 42. <laughs> um, but this song had life actually before Room for Squares because it was on his first EP, Inside mm-hmm. Wants Out, that mm-hmm. was not issued on Columbia, that was on Aware Records. Um, and so there is an EP version of this song that exists. We'll dive into the differences a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the song again got life on Any Given Thursday, mm-hmm. which was his first live release. And then again, on it's on one of the as-is recordings, I think the one from Texas, from Houston, actually, okay. if I remember correctly. Um, so there's two live versions you can find out there, plus the two recorded versions. You're missing one. What am I missing? How to Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. It's the same song. Yeah, but it's on, it would be on the soundtrack, okay. and that's an it's, album. But it's not a different version and of the song. And I never really think that John Mayer songs are in movies. I mean, I bet, bet there are a ton, but it's not something that comes to mind. That's true. And I really liked that movie, so. I never watched it, so. It's super cute. Okay, awesome. I mean, I don't know how it's aged. I watched it the year it came out. I don't know if it would be super cute now, but right. I liked it at the time. Um, okay, anything else for bio before we get into versions? Yeah, it, it kind of just bleeds nicely into versions, doesn't it, since it we're does. talking about versions? The You've listened way. to all four of them? Yes. No. Yeah. No, I have. Okay. Yeah. What's In your... preparation, mm-hmm. I only focused on because, like, live albums to me are a whole different animal. Mm-hmm. So I don't factor that in. Right. I guess maybe that's wrong, but I just focused on EP and album. What version. do you prefer? I prefer the EP version. I'm so interested to hear why. I feel like I wish I had fancier words for this because you're gonna have fancy words for yours. But I feel like when he sings mm-hmm. on the album version, it's mm-hmm. very breathy. Okay. And he's just singing on the EP version. But if I was listening to just the like musical instruments, mm-hmm. I prefer the album to the EP. So I guess really it's like a tie in the mm-hmm. end. But there's something about, and I never noticed this difference before. Mm-hmm. I was just me really playing them back to back and back to back to try to decide. Because a lot of people in the comments were like, ooh, this debate. Ooh, which one's better? And they have really strong feelings. Uh-huh. I have never once thought about my feelings about, I just thought they were both the same song. They're both mm-hmm. fine. 
Um, and so, yeah, that's why I prefer a little bit the EP version. I'm taking you think something different about your face. I have not listened to anything off the EP until for preparing this. for this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the reason, because all the songs got re-released on Room for Squares, right? Right. And usually when an artist re-releases a song, it's because they're making it better. Mm -hmm. And so, like, sometimes you go back and listen to it, like, just to know the evolution of the song. Yeah. But I haven't felt the need to do that. I totally hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Listening to this, this was like peak John Mayer breathiness, I right? Mean, it's really breathy. Yeah, yeah. In a, in a way that he has moved away from uh -huh. in each subsequent album, mm -hmm. you know, further and further away from. As we talked about, was it last last week when we talked about how he's gotten so much better as yes. a singer? Part of it is like he's doing a lot more singing and a lot less breathiness. Yeah. You you really hear it in the live versions. He's getting super breathy because I think it might be a little bit tougher song to sing full voice for him. Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess I could see that the recording quality on the full-length album version is just better. Yeah. So the audio fidelity is better. It sounds better. Um, so I prefer the audio, the album version for that reason. Mm -hmm. Their songs are really similarly put together. There's not a huge difference between the two of them, right? No. So that's why I was so surprised. I saw some of the comments, too, that had mm -hmm. people had really strong feelings. I didn't yeah. understand it because I don't think them as being all that different. Yeah. There is a little bit more on the EP version. There's some of him like kind of like telephone sounding, talking in the background mm -hmm. on some of the stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but he doesn't say, uh, I can't turn and walk away. He doesn't say this way mm -hmm. after that line on the EP. Oh. And he does on the album. And I'm just so used to that that, I, you know, I, I miss that. Froze you off when you sing along. Yeah. There is also, so this album or this song, the mix on the song has been really hard for me to decipher. There is something happening in this track that I can't put my finger on. And I think it's supposed to be that way. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be mixed really low in the mix. That mm -hmm. just adds like sort of like a... A propulsion i think it's probably some sort of synth sound mm -hmm. um or it could be just like the combination of the the bass tone and the bass drum tone um or it could be just like a really palm muted bass or a really palm muted like guitar mm -hmm. um but that's on the album version and it's not present on the ep version so there's something else going on musically on the album version too uh the live versions as we talked about before, yeah, aren't I great. Just, but it's just, well, I don't think they're not great um, because I didn't listen to them in preparation for this, so mm -hmm. I can't comment. But I just don't even know if that, I don't know. To me, it's like yeah, we can almost podcast about the live versions like totally separate, right. you know? Well, what's I don't interesting, think it's mixed in this debate. I think the interesting thing worth noting is on both live versions, he changes one of the lyrics. Oh, really? Yes. So instead of saying, doesn't it scare you mm -hmm. uh, on the last section of the song, he says, doesn't it piss you off? Really? Yes. On I wonder both why. Locations. And he leans into it too. He's yeah. like, I can't actually wait to talk about that part of the song, but we're not there yet. So let's jump into. Well, I was gonna say we don't have to wait much longer because we're on song meeting now, right? We are. Yeah, I didn't really break it down there, but yeah. Okay, so song meeting. What does um, it mean to you? I first want to say this is just personal to me. Yeah. For some reason, this That's song is very time in a bottle okay. to me. Like where we talked before about like smell and music can immediately send you back to something. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's sending me back to. So it's, I guess when you get so old, it doesn't always work. I just uh -huh. know it sends me back to that something that's making me happy. So I don't know if I, like, okay. I saw how to win a date with Ted Hamilton. I don't even know what it plays in it. If it's over the credits or, mm -hmm. and it was like a great day for me or what. But when I hear this song, it brings me joy, not necessarily because of the content of the right. song. I can tell it's trying to, my poor old brain is trying to bring up a memory. Mm -hmm. um, incredibly relatable song. 
because it's about breaking up with someone but not being over them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I did I did talk about this. So it's it's you're not over someone who you broke up with. You're talking about, you're talking about, you're talking about it. Oh, surprise. John announces they're not over him either. At the yeah. end. <laughs> Which is my favorite part the of the song. The ultimate smirk. It's, yes. Do you want to know something embarrassing? I would love to know something embarrassing. That's Never what I'm noticed that until I was preparing for the podcast. No way. I just sing the song and, I mean, I knew what the words mm-hmm. were, but I, I guess I wasn't like really deep diving like you do when you prepare for this. And mm-hmm. I was like, are you kidding me right now, John? Because this isn't even room for squares age, John. This is EP, John. Right. So John's been John yep. his whole life. I would even venture to say this isn't even a smirk. This is like arguably like that sort of like borderline toxic dude who I've definitely been at different points in my life mm-hmm. where it's just like. I think it's a smirk because I think it's buried. I think it's buried. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I just suddenly was like, wait a minute. He's saying it. How rude. <laughs> well, especially when you think of that line in context of like how he's changed the word, words to the live version. Yeah. Where he's like, it comes back to me. Doesn't it piss you off? Yeah, that like, makes he's more just, sense. Like, yeah. And I also think like I read this and my, my first thought was like, may we all aspire to have the level of self-confidence that this man does? Because I do not. I'm like, oh, I miss you so much. I'm so sad. And your tote's fine without me. No. <laughs> and he's like, and you miss me too. Yeah. Uh, what does it mean to you? Well, I so I feel a lot of the same ways that you do. This is one of those songs, one of the few John Mayer songs that I honestly have, have sort of a, I went through a time when the lyrics were very important to me. And so mm-hmm. I'll talk about that. But before that, I've always liked this song and not because I really attached the lyrics. I think the melody is great. Yeah. This is a really fun song to sing. It's totally. really singable. I think it's- So much just, so you might not catch the lyrics at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I think it, I, when I've been, I've, I had to really pay attention when I'm trying to listen to this song uh-huh, uh-huh. for this because I just want to sing along and I'm not like 100%. focusing on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great job writing the song. Hats off to John Mayer. He might have a career here as a songwriter. <laughs> Um, I also have a really strong personal connection to this song. You know, I don't feel like I'm going to go like an episode without mentioning the fact that me and my wife split up for a while, uh, for over a year, for 14 months. And it was very, very difficult on me. It's the biggest traumatic thing I've had to go through in my life, in my adult life. And, uh, this song, John Mayer's music in general became very important to me during that time. But this song also breakup music. yeah, Yeah, for sure. Great, sad music, great reflective music. Um, and I would, once we got towards the end, mm-hmm. when things started turning around and like, we ended up getting back together, mm-hmm. this was one of those songs that I was really connecting to when I was in that sort of transition period mm-hmm. of like, I'm not trying to get you back anymore. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get you back. Oh, so you have the self-confidence. I had this transition where it was like, you know, I tried for a year to get over this woman and I sucked at it. Mm-hmm. I was 0% over her. I just was incapable of it. Yeah. And, you know, there was a whole lot of stuff went on. But at a certain point, I was like, my therapist was actually like, stop pursuing things that aren't what you truly want. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know what I truly want. Yeah. And so I'm just going to focus on that mm-hmm. and not on trying to win her back. But I'm just going to be like the best me that I can be. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be whole. And that's going to be pretty great. Yeah. You know, the self-confidence there, right? Yeah. And so I, I, I would get to the song and I would sing it. And I was like, yeah, back to you. I always keep coming back to you. I'm over you. I'm never over you, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get to that part at the end where it's like, back to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it is going to come around back to me. Yeah. I'm going to be the best, you know? Yeah. 
not necessarily that I believed that, but I needed to believe that for myself. Sure. Right? To... I don't think that's what John's doing. I think he believed it. <laughs> yes. And he's probably right. And I, I just love, I, I prefer that. Like, does, instead of, doesn't it scare you? Like, mm. doesn't it piss you off? Aren't you angry you can't get over me? Yeah. Like, I'm so, you know. Well, because your will is not as strong as it used to be, isn't yeah. it? Like, you love me. We're meant for each other. Right. It's just like, ha ha. But um, not the way you're saying it. Right. Just the way John's saying it. So that's the that's the meaning. If we're gonna jump in and talk about like specific lyrics, mm-hmm. that is the next segment. I I love. I'm so good at forgetting, and I quit every game I play. Uh huh. Because that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm notoriously bad with commitment. That's why I don't have tattoos. Mm-hmm. Not that I have any moral qualms against them or any like aesthetic qualms. Yeah. I just can't commit to have something on my body for the rest of my 100% life. Hundred percent me also right? and fear of needles. Yeah. I have really only committed to like two things in my entire life mm-hmm. and that is my wife and my kids mm-hmm. um and so i i give i totally get that idea of like i'm so good at forgetting about stuff that's out of mind i've moved on i've always been extraordinarily good at moving on right. after the end of a relationship it's never been a problem on to the next right yeah until this one time i couldn't move on um and it came back to like you know forgive me I just can't walk away. So that yeah. felt that I love that I love that. That's very much me. I mean, this is another song where everyone was kind of throwing around all the lyrics. Uh-huh. What's interesting is I don't think you and I have ever written down the same lyric mm-hmm. for favorite lyric and why. But I wrote back, "I'm so good at forgetting." Nice. And I quit every game I That's play. awesome. But mine's stupid. Mine's because <laughs> there's this family story about me playing checkers with my sister and I lost and I threw the checkerboard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which reminds me of you because we have a game night. We're really competitive some of us <clears throat> lucas more so than others and is it, am i competitive if i win every uh, time there you go they're being competitive oh. um but i also wrote down that now that i've realized it my actual favorite thing is how it's back to you back to you back to you back to me yeah um and i think it's very clever as much as i was making fun of it and so that is my favorite lyric in life i also love should have smiled in that picture yes if it's the last thing i see of you it's the least that you could not do. That's Interesting, great. because I was actually going to segue into our next segment, yeah, which is about uh, our followers on Instagram and their feedback. And the consensus definitely was the majority of people chose that lyric okay. as their favorite. Mm-hmm. Was about the picture, and like I said, almost everything got mentioned, but that one is the one that had the most repetition. Um, at Johnny underscore Whitlock, who I think I quoted a few episodes ago, said, quote, great song, but you can tell by the production of it that it was early in his career, end quote. Accurate. Fair enough. It sounds very 2001. Yeah. I mean, I think it sounds fine by itself, mm-hmm. but it's just like, he's just at this level now. Yeah. As it's far 20, as vocally. It's 20 years ago, and mm-hmm. he's had 20 years of evolution as a musician. Sounds like how it was supposed to sound. Absolutely. Yeah. At Stefan Hagen said, quote, describes my relationship with John Mayer music, end quote. <laughs> right? I put a star next to that one. That one cracked me up. He tried to stay away, but it's too late. It's too late, yeah. <laughs> Back to him. At She's on the Run says, does anyone remember when this was on Win a Date with Tad Hamilton? Hey, you do. Yes, I do. You feel very strongly um, about that. I did not remember it. Mm-hmm. I researched it and found it. Um, and was like, what is this? And then I tried to find what scene it was in, and I gave up because that movie's too old for a lot of heavy internet finds. Okay. Um, but it did make me happy because I, I just love the concept of that movie. It's so cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is all our listener feedback. Nice. I also, so I'm really, this is 
I usually have something like negative to say about one of the songs, mm-hmm. about some part of the song. Mm-hmm. I have nothing negative to say. I think he hit knocked it out of the park. There's not a single line in here that I'm like, ah, oh, he could have done better on that. I think this is just absolutely great. I'm literally going to tell you right now, mm-hmm. I will never have a negative hot take except mm-hmm. for one song. Oh, really? And every other song I have no problem with. What song is that? Rosie. Oh, okay. Which we can get into when we do that song. Right? But yeah, none of the songs, Brody's Wonderland doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Daughters doesn't bother me for a very specific reason okay. that we can talk about when, when we, we talk daughters. about. All right. Although it can bother me, but really the only thing, where I, a song where I'm just like, man, I'm not, my only skip mm-hmm. is Rosie. You know, we were talking before we started recording about like, what's the big song that we haven't done yet that would bring in a lot of listeners? Yeah. It's Your Body's a Wonderland. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that next. Why not? Why not? You yeah. only live once. That song doesn't bother me. I don't understand why we're all going to pretend like that song was fine when it came out. Like, and now we're going to have a problem with it? <laughs> That's like me having a problem with wearing the plaid skirts and knee socks. They came back in style, so I did something right. It always comes around. Anyways, time to rate the song. All Let's right. Let's let you do it this time. I always start. Do you think it's a quiet song, or do you think it turns the ladies he's on? He turns the ladies on. What? Yeah, there's, there's, there's... It's too, he's too self-aware. He too knows you're coming back. It's yeah. going to come back to me. You can't, you can't get past that for it to be a quiet song. I did put 50-50 because of the end. Mm-hmm. Not that that's necessarily turning someone on, but it's not quiet. It's not a quiet song. Yeah, right, I had so. trouble figuring out. I, I feel like it, someone even commented, like, the songs don't fit in those two categories. Like, there, there needs to be a middle one. And I'm like, we only have so much time. We'll tell John to write a different song. I then. guess I should be polling that every single time. My bad, guys. By episode eight, I'll start polling. Do you guys think it's a quiet song? Uh, or do you think it's, I'll have to have multiple, like, quiet song, translates on 50 50. No, just category. The two. Make them choose. <laughs> Make them choose. All right. Um, I, yeah, I did write that it's kind of cardigan, like, it's a little bit disguised. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we should also have the cardigan. That should be the third one. Or is, this, or is it a card? That is, is what it, it is. So or is it's it a, John wearing a cardigan? Oh, yes. Is it a quiet song? Is it turns the ladies on? Or is it John in a cardigan, which is turns the ladies on, but he's trying to dress it as a quiet song? Yeah. We're on to you, smirky boy. But you take the, <laughs> oh gosh. But you take the cardigan off, and then all of a tattoos sudden... Tattoos and muscles. Tattoos and muscles, my guy. Oh, my God. It's like what he did with what he wore to the... He's like literally doing it every night with that ridiculous 80s vibe jacket. Yeah. And then he takes it off, and that's when everyone's like, woo, John. I think this is just a great encapsulation of who he is, especially young him, mm-hmm. you know, where it's incredibly gifted. It's great. Yeah. Uh, it's also a little borderline arrogant. Now that I'm reading it. But yeah. not necessarily in a, like, mean-spirited way. No. It's just, like, I understand what I what I am and what I present. What I you bring know. to the table. Yeah, exactly. I love, I love it. I love the bridge, like, because it's, like, Leave the light on because I'm never going to give up on you. Mm-hmm. But also leave the light on for me too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It goes both ways. That's that's just so... I uh, Yeah. I've always loved his songs because I think they're so brilliant and sincere and beautiful. And that's why I've always been such a fan of his no matter what was or was not happening. Um, even if he wasn't, if I didn't find him so incredibly attractive, that's the number one thing to me. And now that we do this, I'm like... This is even how he feels. Or is he just super clever? <laughs> or like I've been having to interview for a position at my work, a, mm-hmm. a bunch of people, and sometimes I feel like, are they just saying what they think I want to hear? That's Which is probably what you should true, do in an interview. Right? But then I'm like, is John doing that with his song? So I think to, he comes from such an artistic place. I think all of it comes from a place of truth. Yeah, but it's just worded in a way that you're, it's like tied up with a bow. It has a cardigan on that you want. 
but the core is, I just totally interrupted you because I love that your thoughts. I'm totally sorry. fine. No, uh, I, I think it comes from a core of truth, but I mm-hmm. think he's also very aware that he's making something for public consumption. Yeah. Both things can be true, right? Totally. It yeah. can be an authentic, genuine, like, yeah, I feel this way. Mm-hmm. But like, do you ever do that? Like when you're talking to somebody or especially like if you're in a fight with somebody mm-hmm. and you're telling them the truth, mm-hmm. but you're also like writing it in your head in a way that's like, oh, this is really going to get them. They're going to really feel this because this is that a beautiful is way that I said it. not in my personality. Oh, man. But I do it in a more positive way. Like when I have to convince someone to give us money or give me a speech, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that was a sick positive burn. <laughs> I uh, So I had this one moment with a friend of ours, a uh-huh. mutual friend of ours, okay. who I never – I had a very removed, like, will they, won't they, maybe uh-huh. kind of thing. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. And there was a moment after we had hung out for a night and mm-hmm. – got really close mm-hmm. that uh she was seeing somebody else at the time mm-hmm. and we got home and she like texted me she's like man i really like you blah 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 whatever i think you're great mm-hmm. but sometimes i think i met the right guy too soon mm-hmm. and i texted her back and i said sometimes i feel like i re- met the right person too late mm-hmm. and i love that i was just like i thought it was such a great very clever line anyways well done pal i was like oh that she gonna feel that one so many years she ago gonna feel that, that one you're remembering that is shocking. because it's such a i was so proud of me writing like that babies. line yeah anyways all right time for me to rate the song no i already uh, did that no yes it is jill oh yeah rate the song different how much does this song make you love john mayer this is the lowest scoring song oh, okay. on this chart again love okay. the song it's not a skip for me right. a 3.5 okay because I don't see anything going lower than that. I was like, I'm not giving this a three. So I added the 0. 0.5 to make myself feel better. So then why don't you give it a three? Because I, I was just like, three is mean. Because it's like in the middle, but 3.5. Three, three is above the halfway point. They're all fives. I'm just doing my best to make it interesting. <laughs> okay. If it was Jill, do you love this song? It's 3.64. I'll do that next time. Oh, my God. So I, I just at first was taken aback mm-hmm. because I'd never noticed the back to me spin at the end, uh-huh. which is why he got like deducted a point. Oh man, it's the best part. I know. You gotta add a point for that. No, not not for my personality. That's for your personality. So right. 3.5, love the song. It's great. Just as far as me feeling affection, since the question is how much does it make me love him? Right, right. It's, you know, a little bit like, hey now. You you like the more sincere John. I do. You yeah. like the softer side of John. I think honestly he would be the best person to be friends with. I think he is so kind and thoughtful mm-hmm. and articulate and clever and funny. And so a songs that show me that more are gonna be ones that score higher for this. But again, as a song, it's a five. Like yeah. I love listening to the song. Um, we don't ask you this back because you're not in love with John. No, but I love this song. I mm-hmm. you know I think I, I think that's clear. I'm I'm all the way in on this song. I've got you know no notes. No notes. It's it's a hit. It's a hit record. That's from my other podcast. No uh, notes. Oh, nice. From a new girl. Okay, so discussion question. Maybe I subliminally stole it. Maybe. I feel like that's something that's, you have to say when you're in a podcast. That's with why you. I'm careful what podcasts I listen to because I don't want to accidentally steal intellectual property, and why I do my research before I put the Facebook comments up because I don't want to steal. Good job. People, so it's very nerve wracking. Way to, to me. be academically integritous. Thank you. Integritous. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so discussion questions, I was just going to discuss with you if you thought the song was breathy, but we already did that. I do think the song is breathy, yes. Yeah, so I don't really have anything other than that. What do you have? Well, I always, I think I do this all the time. I try mm. to put the song on you. Have you, I always have like, oh, I have a real personal experience with this. Yeah. Have you had a person in your life who you felt like you always came back to? I'm starting to feel like something's wrong with me because every song you're like, this happened in my life and I felt this mm-hmm. way and I'm all... 
yeah, no, but I really like the song. No. Okay. I mean, yes, but like not because, okay, it's so hard to explain. For shorter chunks of time. Yes. yes. I read this song as it was, because I just decided, you decided. To, to put my own, what it means, right. that this was like a lengthy thing. Like you had him in the shower in Split Screen Sadness. Yes, yes. I'm just making up my own rules. And, and I have him on a porch in the rain on Split Screen Sadness. Okay. <laughs> Why did I have him in the shower? I listened back. I'm like, that literally made no sense. Mm -hmm. But that's where he was for me. Um, so I Oh, see I know this. why you had him in no, the shower. No, no. It's because of the other song. So I see this as being like a long relationship. And I feel like there's some toxicity in all, not all of his songs, but a lot of them about mm -hmm. it very much being two people who shouldn't be together. Yeah. Like Edge of Desire, mm -hmm. you guys should not be together, but let's go back on what we believe, set things on fire and do it anyway. Right. This song, it's, you know... The, that what bothers me is doesn't it scare you your will is not as strong as it used to be it doesn't yes, bother yeah. me but it shows you don't think you're meant for me maybe I don't even think I'm meant for you but you know it's not romantic you can't take it exactly that is not a romantic line no 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 and so I think that if I ever felt this way mm -hmm. no because I've never been on the end of you know some sort of breakup where I'm sad about it and I'm like well I know they're sad about it too and I've just never had that I've always ended up friends with the people I've broken up mm -hmm. with um, so shockingly, I don't relate to as many songs in the way that I thought I did. Lucas, I think you've already shared how it relates to you. Yeah. So I was going to ask you for both versions of it. Is there someone that you keep coming back to? And was there someone who you were like, oh, you're going to come back to me? No, but I would you... never take that tone in my mind or out loud about something like really? that. No, that's, I mean, there've been people who I've dated who I sensed mm -hmm. were interested in getting back together with me. And mm -hmm. that is, in my opinion, the appropriate way to express that. But I've never been... I don't want to say arrogant, mm -hmm. but for lack of a word, arrogant enough to be <laughs> hair toss, hair toss. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're I, coming back to me. I love that you both said hair toss, hair toss, well, they, and did physically hair toss, hair toss. Because they can't see me. So I, I know, but you could have just done one, <laughs> no. but you acted it out for me. I got an extra special because view. Because in Wicked, that, that was Galinda does like hair toss, hair toss, and says it and does it, so it's a thing that my friends and I do. But anyway, um, so. I saw Wicked a bunch. Same. Like three times, I think. Beautiful. I think I saw it three times. I want Maybe John Mayer four. to write a musical, so I'm glad we brought that up. I yeah. am desperate for a John Mayer musical. Not like, like, I don't know, was it Sting or someone who has a musical that just has the songs dumped into it? Or like, you know, Abba? So there's the Beatles have Abba. love. Okay. Uh, U2 very famously, uh, disastrously tried to write the music for Spider-Man Into the Dark, the Spider-Man musical wow, that never that never happened, that. and they sung like millions of dollars into it, and it never happened. Hmm. Uh, the there's the Jersey Boys, right? Jersey Boys has uses existing music. Mm -hmm. I don't want that for him. Okay. Although I feel like these I think songs... those are called jukebox musicals. Okay, so I don't want that. I want him to sit down and write a musical, like Sarah Bareilles did with Waitress. Correct. I think that it would be. Phenomenal. I think he's a great storyteller mm -hmm. and doesn't have the opportunity to tell the stories. I know he almost had a produced a TV show based on the song Heart of Life. Oh, really? And then the plot was like these people, like our brother and sister, but they don't realize it until like the dad dies or something. And then like three months later, a TV show with that exact premise came out. And I was like, well, this is awkward. Whoa. And then nothing ever happened with his. So this is why I'm always talking about intellectual property. He did have a TV show, though, for a minute. No, I know he had John Mayer has, has a TV, TV show. show. We should we do talk, an episode about that. We 100% should. Can you watch that on the early? internet now? I'm sure. I'm going to Google that. Because I love it mm -hmm. so much. It is 100% my sense of humor. Well, and he was supposed to have his own like late night talk show on Paramount's, not channel, but I think like their app or whatever. Uh-huh. Paramount and Plus, I think is what Paramount it's called. Paramount Plus, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, oh my gosh, which has Yellowstone, which is so good. I've heard a lot about that. I've never watched it. I don't watch a lot of TV. 
Oh, I don't either, but I watch Yellowstone. I'm too busy getting around to living, you know? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, and I was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. And I never was able to watch it because it didn't happen. And someone recently in one of the fan groups on Facebook brought it up and someone commented, well, he's not doing it because remember he said I, he wanted to be like really good. Like if he wants to do it, he wants to be really good at it. And mm-hmm. it'd be too hard to split his time between the two. I don't remember him specifically addressing that. Mm-hmm. I do remember him saying something like that on Current Mood. So, and we haven't had Current Mood in so long. I've never watched an entire episode of oh Current God. Mood. Can I go back and watch them? Are they like out there that I can watch? I think almost all of them are still on his, well, I don't know where IGTV lives now, but I think they're still posted. Okay. okay. And you could. And I should some, definitely go watch Some those. are definitely better than others. Okay. I do have a lot of anxiety on Sunday nights. You don't have a traditional job where you have to go in the office. I don't know if that happens to I, you. I still feel it on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, actually, it usually starts about noon on Sunday. Uh-huh. And so I did look forward to that. For me, it's at sundown. Sundown. Okay, yeah, yeah that, I would agree with that too. Mm-hmm. So I would watch those on Sunday. I would look forward to it. And I had like a whole routine of like showering. And Sunday is your self-care shower. Oh, so it's okay. like exfoliating, hair Oh, mask. doing the whole nine. Absolutely. I hope it's like that for all of you. And then it, I just remember it being in winter a lot. So I'd be like in my jam, my jammies, right. in, in my bed with the Christmas lights on. And I would get my, like, my iPad out so I could watch it, but still to have access to my phone. Did you have hot cocoa? No, I, oh, I, I man. started drinking hot chocolate a while back because I was drinking that like it was coffee and that is not a good idea. So I loved Current Mood because it calmed me down mm-hmm. and it was it was just John Mayer content. Right. I mean, and during the pandemic, it was really nice when he did it. And I know he's been on tour, so he couldn't. So people are hoping he brings it back, but he's going on tour with Den Company. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's tough to keep things going. The road is kind of all-consuming. That's definitely... Oh, no. I know it's not happening on the that's road. That's definitely I'm how saying. it felt for, for me. It was just like, I can't Too do much. anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't everything. know if he's going to do it in the in-between time, but he said that he doesn't just sit down and start talking. Mm-hmm. It's like a day's worth of research, and then he built for that sure. funny set, and he would have guests on a lot, and then he'd be like, oh, my God, why did I do this leading up to it? Like, Because he takes it so serious, which I also appreciate, because in the kind of work I do, you, like how I took the, taking this podcast really mm-hmm. serious. Like, I... I can I can understand that. Yeah, so. you're a very professional person. You're not gonna like half do something, right? Yeah. No, if you're gonna do it, it needs to be successful. Go all the way in. Darn it. Yeah. So please leave us a review. <laughs> on Apple Music, right? Yeah, that's the only can... one that takes reviews. Yeah. Which we have our first and it was lovely. Thank you, whoever that was. I yeah, I can't remember, but it made my day. Um so if that concludes discussion questions, I have decided what our next song will be. Oh, it happened right now because we talked about this before we started recording and you were very split amongst different options. And you have none of those. One, one two, two, three, three four, four different five, five different songs written down and six songs written down and you have chosen something that is not amongst the six songs you had chosen before you tell me what the song is Mm -hmm. tell me what happened while we were in the last 38 minutes when we were recording this that made you pick that song well you said when we were talking about what his most popular song is off air Mm -hmm. we didn't say your body is a wonderland we said slow dancing in a burning room and i said no it has to be light Mm -hmm. we're i think we're bringing the mood down Mm -hmm. although a lot of the songs are breakup songs yeah i'm like we need something i want to do queen of california right um because it's a little lighter and a little more upbeat and i guess i'm just only going to pick songs from born and raised Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so then you said your body is a wonderland and like what are we even doing why are we not doing that Let's do that next. So it's Your Body is a Wonderland. All right. You're hey. welcome. We're, what no one asked for. <laughs> right? We're going to do it. We're going to go all the way into it. We're going to use our hands. I can't, I can't wait. Don't make bad puns. <laughs> oh, they're coming. Best believe <laughs> they're coming. This is going to be an episode coming. of bad puns. Yes. I'm most looking forward to, mm-hmm. honestly, when I put up the information on Instagram and then people get to do the chat box and the story. Uh-huh. I like that better. 
I don't know why. They like then, the chat then, box better than commenting on yeah, the Yeah, like what's okay. the question? Like you're they're supposed to use it to ask us questions, but I use it to answer the question. Right. They seem to like that better, but I'm gonna do both and I just like am I think I'm that's what I'm most excited about now is just to hear what they have to say about it. So I definitely gotta do my research before I look at theirs because they're gonna be clever. Johnny underscore Whitlock is clever. I prefer when they put it in the comments because then I can see too. I know, I guess I could I should be screenshotting them to you. You do occasionally that. screenshot me yeah. things, so yeah. I appreciate it. I that. also like to care I think it's better to do a blind react with you oh, okay. on a lot of things. So I kind of like- Catch me off the cuff. Exactly, yeah. yeah. you roll better that way than I do. <laughs> and you know, like uh, one of the terrible ideas for the name of this podcast that I threw out was okay. this podcast is a wonderland. That was not a terrible That's idea. That's a terrible idea. I was it's into so that. Oh, so once, well, I think it was the first episode. I'm yelling. <laughs> I was trashing a podcast title and I realized I didn't say that it was my idea and not yours. Oh. So I think people were like, oh, he's saying your idea was so terrible. Which one was it? Um, podcasting in a burning room. Is that the way oh, it was? Oh, I love that one. Your podcast is in Wonderland and podcasting in a burning room. But I just thought it sounded like graphic and scary. A well, bit. just so everyone knows, all of the titles all of podcasts that I've been hating on have been my own ideas. I'm not hating I don't on even think I had. Once I heard Pushing 40 in the friend zone, I wouldn't let that go. But then when we were texting back and I started just saying Pushing 40, you're like, do you see my point that this right. is too long? Yes, I do. That's what I'm going to put up on Instagram. What would you guys name the podcast? Our name's stay. I honestly think our name's perfect. I think it's great. I'm, it's, it's really grown on me. It plays off of the album name. Yeah. And it literally is studying John Mayer songs. Yep. It just makes a lot of sense, I think. I'm with you. All right. So your body is a wonderland. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a fun one to, to dive into. I literally want to record it tomorrow. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm going to need a little time to like live with this song it's gonna be a weird song to live with i'm gonna need to uh find somebody to volunteer their body to be a wonderland literally no you're married so you're fine <laughs> it can be her i didn't say it could wouldn't be her i want to give a snippet of my i met john Mer oh, do i i'll just say this okay it's There's... years ago i'm younger i'm cutie pyre mm -hmm. okay and i'm in a situation where john Mer singing the song and my best friend standing next to me, uh -huh. Mamers, uh -huh. and she says, Shout out to Mamers029. Seriously, he is looking right at you. And I was, no, it's going to get too much into the story. Okay. I'm just, just going to give you that. Oh, teaser. It's helped me all these years. It's a teaser. I'm like convinced that if I ever meet him again, he's like, oh my God, did I meet you in Vegas? <laughs> in 2000, like. Five, four, three, no, 2003. <laughs> this girl came up to me at the show like the week before we left. Um, and she was like waving and smiling and like she looked vaguely familiar. Mm -hmm. But I 100%, I just played along, like whatever. 100% could not place her. I had no idea who she was. I that and then she uh, messaged on Instagram a picture from when I met her. I was like, oh, oh that's wow. who you are. But that was like from February. So if it I, was like four months ago. If I send John the picture, then he'll be like, oh, that's my, who you my are. My point is I, at a much smaller level of success than John Mayer, couldn't remember someone I met four months ago. So you're saying I'm not memorable. I'm saying there's <laughs> no chance he remembers We're you. We're about to friendship break up right now. No, you're incredibly memorable. You're amazing. He would be lucky to remember you. Yeah, he would. I'm just saying that's a big ask. Doesn't it always come back to me, John right? Mayer? <laughs> that's why... All these songs are about you me. You ruined it for him. <laughs> All these years later, he's never been able to fully settle down because he knows that somewhere out there, I beneath the pale moonlight, <laughs> you exist. Why Why are you quoting Bible Mouskowitz? Because <laughs> I think that's the next podcast. That's it's not Mayor Studies. It's this is getting American too long. Tale. We probably lost people. But on my other podcast, uh -huh. uh, Apartment 4D, which is about New Girl, mm -hmm. 
they literally quote that. And so I just took notes for that podcast. Oh, nice. I wrote the or I would not have probably remembered Bible's name. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is this happening? This is weird. Anyway, okay. I think we need to wrap it up This here. is either going to be people's favorite or least favorite episode. This episode or next episode? No, this one. They're going to be like, I love how you guys were just so like off the rails. Or they're going to be like, um, I come here for the mayor content. Right. So. Well, next week we're not recording at 8 o'clock at night. We can go back to Thursdays. So... Maybe I'll be a little bit more on top of my game because I'll be. Oh, it's not you. It's always you, great. I'm the one who derails everything. I don't think that's true. I think we both derail. No, I think it's definitely me. I think you derail more. Yes, okay. But I do it. Okay, I'll take that. Okay, so. uh, All right, thank you guys for listening to all this. I hope you had as much fun doing it as we did. For those of you who are still listening, thank you. We're clearly having a good time, and I hope you are too. Have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next week for episode nine. Your body is. Your body is a wonderland. Bye. See you later.